Hi everyone, Tim Kitzer here from NBA Jam and NFL Blitz, and you're listening to Throwing Up the Same with Trayvon Edwards and Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. And now here's your starting lineup. Trayvon Edwards, Jason Madison. Boom shakalaka. And today we have a special guest, my brother. I've been knowing this dude for like five years. I done watched him, you know, produce, write, all this other stuff. And now he's getting his shine, all his love. Yay, Ali, what's going on? Yes, sir. What's up, fellas? Welcome to the pod, brother. Yay, Ali is a multi-platinum selling producer and artist. He's got a new EP coming soon titled Dangerous. And now it's time for the one or the two with J Skills. Singing or rapping? Mm. Singing. Rapping from the South or rap from the West? Rap from the South. Sidekick 2 or the iPhone 4? Oh, I wouldn't even around really of age to have a sidekick. I said iPhone. Uh, Sean John or Off White? Um, Sean John, that Valor is still undefeated. Rock Aware or Golf Wang? Uh, Rock Aware for sure. Whiskey or tequila? Tequila. Indica or sativa? Sativa. Vegas or Miami? Miami. <laughs> Coachella or Burning Man? Um, Coachella. Sesame Street or Reading Rainbow? Sesame Street. Lays or Cheetos? Cheetos, of course. Tennis or golf? Um, golf. Sage or crystals? Crystals. Chris Brown or Usher? Breezy. Chris Rock or Cat Williams? Oh, I'm going to say Chris Rock. Meg or Cardi? Oh, I can't answer that because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Nate Dogg or Ty Dolla Sign? Nate Dogg. DM or FaceTime? Oh. FaceTime. Writing or producing? Mm, producing. Casey or JoJo? Casey. Bobby Brown or The Weeknd? Uh, I said The Weeknd probably for me. Mariah or Whitney? Mariah. The Cool or Food and Liquor? Uh, food and Liquor. The off season or born center? Born center. The hangover or super bad? Dang. Oh, shit. I say finally super bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel that one. Bad Boys 2 or next Friday? Bad Boys 2 still, the action just different. Yeah. The Dark Knight or Avengers Infinity War? Dark Knight. Nas or Jay-Z? Jay-Z. 
Rhythm and Gangsta or In My Mind? In My Mind. Alfredo or Pinata? Um, probably Pinata. Enter the Dragon or Rumble in the Bronx? Yeah, Jackie was my man. So Rumble in the Bronx. Ip Man or the Karate Kid? Karate Kid. <laughs> Funny. Um, Steven Seagal or Jean Claude Van Damme? Jean Claude Van Damme, hands down. Blade or Spawn? Blade, easy. Denzel before training day or Denzel after training day? Um, Denzel after training day because he did those like he got a, some new series. I forgot he like a. Beating up niggas and equalizing. Yeah, equalizing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I like that shit. Uh, KG or AD? KG. Kobe as eight or 24? Kobe with the fro, eight. Chris Paul or AI? AI. Donovan Mitchell or Paul George? Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> It's crazy because a couple of years ago that would not be the answer. <laughs> uh, Trey Young or Luca? Luca, just bigger, different. KD's Nets or KD's Warriors? Um, KD's Warriors because they already won it. They already know. It's, yeah, they would want to sing. Yeah. Um, ben Simmons or Giannis shooting a free throw for your life? Ben Simmons. The Wire or Snowfall? Man, I, believe it or not, I've never seen The Wire. Damn. Yeah, I'm rewatching it right now. you got to watch this. It's the greatest it's show. It's crazy because my homie Maestro, he was in the show. I know like uh, like three or four homies from the show, but I never – I've seen it because they post clips and shit, but i never seen it like throughout. But I've seen like clips of it, but I've seen Snowfall, so I'm going to go with Snowfall. Um, Jordans or Yeezys? Jordans. Noon or midnight? No. Mexican food or Italian food? Uh, shit. Italian food, heavier Mexican food, just a little quicker. I'd probably go Mexican. Tupac or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. And the last one, Kanye West or Muhammad Ali? Um, Probably Kanye. 808s and heartbreaks. That's your I favorite like, kind of? Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I was at that uh release party. That was a crazy ass event. Yeah, that shit was different. I, I fuck with that shit. I'm still mad I never they never dropped that Robocop video with Amber Rose in it. I, I remember seeing like steel that shit. We'll never get it. It's crazy. But yeah, that, that event, it was like 60 naked random models standing in the middle of the dark ass room. <laughs> crazy as fuck. Uh, well, that was a one of the two. So All get right. that. <laughs> I didn't even know they did a video for that, but that's well. Yeah, they, they have some unreleased videos, bro. She was a ro- she's a robot. There's some steals out there. Like look on mm. Google. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to super search it. They had a big ass direct. Apparently it was like millions of dollars they spent, but they never dropped a video. Cause they had broke up around like that time, so it was a wrap. Must be nice to waste a million dollars on a video you're never gonna use. <laughs>
All right. Uh, so we're going to take a blast from the past and, 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 and holler at young yay Yusuf. Um, yeah. What's your connection with karate? Um, yeah, I took karate back when I was a kid. Like I would say like maybe like 10, no, like not like nine, nine from nine to 16. I was active with it. Uh, it was just a fun way to keep me out of trouble and keep me active. And I was, I'm always, I was a big fan of martial arts, like Jean-Claude Van Damme and Jaylee and, um, Chow Young Fat and just like a bunch of those guys. So Bruce Lee, obviously Chuck Norris. I was just enamored with that. So my dad always, you know, wanted to put me in something that I liked. So karate was like the first thing that I just naturally wanted to do on my own. And then he just supported it. And then as I got older, I got into it. I got a couple black belts. And then once you get 16, the division is like 16 through 18. And it was such a big gap because I, I didn't hit my growth spurt till maybe I was like 17. So maybe like my first, my year before college, I hit my growth spurt. I'm like five, eight, but I was like five, four, five, you know what I'm saying? So it was such a discrepancy between the 16 year olds and the 18 year olds that I, a couple of times I competed and I got out alive and shit, but the fighting aspect was like, you know, it was just, I'm fighting grown men size niggas, you know what I'm saying? So it just wasn't advantageous for me to just, yeah. Yo, did you ever have any of those like cool Bruce Lee pants, you know, the black shits? No, nah, yeah, you had to, like uniforms called a gi. So okay. yeah, I had that. Um, I was in it in Gary and then I went to another school in Chicago for like my, when I got older. So like when I was a kid from like eight, nine to 12, it was Gary, then 12 to 16, it was in Chicago and like a better school and it was more, they travel. We had like a travel team. We traveled all around the country. First time I went out to anywhere was with the traveling karate team. So like that was my first time with like a good karate school. Like as far as like fighting and shit. So it was different. It was like very like good burger versus Mondo Burger type shit. It was like Mondo Burger. They had more money and more like sponsors, and so we was like the competition was crazier. We had these two little white kids from Chicago who were like. They was in movies and shit as kids and still coming to class. Like it was in like real movie blade and shit like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Yo, how did how did your friends accept that? Like, did you have homies that was in your neighborhood? Cause like you mentioned, Gary is like uh, it, it's it's a rough environment, right? And then you also said like Chicago too. Like, how was that accepted? Like, you know, like going to school and be like, yeah, I got I got a shake because I got a karate tournament. I used to see kids all the time, right? It was in Compton. They had a karate studio on Long Beach Boulevard in Palmer. And I would see kids leave all the time. And I was like, damn, I really want to do it. But then I also be like, nah, that shit, you know, because everybody in my neighborhood played sports, like basketball, football, and all that stuff. So like they used to tease the karate, but I'm like, yo, these niggas can fight. <laughs> well, see, the the thing about karate for me was we it was a basketball court like next door to the in the building so that was our thing before we started karate we played for an hour five on five afterwards we played five on five three on three 21 so like everybody there who was in karate could hoop or was athletic as something or at least play recreationally so i never really looked at it differently from any other sport because um it was more about discipline 
And as a kid, I understood I needed discipline. Like my dad did a pretty good job, but if I had the same attitude I had in school and in the house towards other people, I might get my ass beat or at least try it. So he was like, shit, you got to get adjusted to where if you want to have an attitude, you want to carry yourself a certain way, or you want to say something when somebody say something, you got to understand that, you know, things come with that or as ways to diffuse it. So my idea was going, wasn't about fighting or it really being a sport. It was just more about being smarter than kids my age because I learned how to control myself and not snap and not get mad and da 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 da. So to me, it was, yeah, I never faced any backlash or it was kids who, at my school who went to the same class. Like everybody played sports or did something. It was just, you know, it was regular. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I did karate out here for a little bit at uh, Van Ness Park. Trey knows where Van Ness Park is off of, like, Slauson and Van Ness. Yeah. And uh, I got to, like, a yellow belt before I stopped. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't get to blue or black or none of that. Um, and I was, like, short as well. And I remember going to a karate tournament and, like, man, being undersized in karate was not – fun especially yeah. when, like you said kids hit that growth spurts and it was like these long leg ass yeah it's based off points and shit it's yeah. not even based on if you can fight it's based on nah, points. Points. so if you yeah. got reach and you got yeah. hella wingspan you gonna you know what i'm saying they can't even get the chance so it was more like an art form rather than straight fighting like wrestling or boxing it's like and they could have reach on you on boxing and shit but there's ways you can get close to them karate it's like you got the feet it ain't no way you can get close to a nigga Yep, that's what happened. I was like five two. I was like probably like eleven or some shit. Went yeah. to the tournament, I, and I was killer in class. You know what I'm saying in class because everybody was pretty much our same size, maybe a little bit yeah. taller, but nothing like you know. You see kids from everywhere when you go to a tournament. So I I matched up with this kid that was probably like five ten, long ass legs and shit, just <laughs> lanky ass nigga. And literally, he just like like put his fucking leg out nigga and I, it was it was done you know he got the points and he I got like one point on him and that was i was hot <laughs> so yeah i i feel you being short in karate but you said you got multiple black belts so you have what you you said got one in taekwondo and then yeah. one in showing rule which is japanese based yeah it's on the, the island of okinawa shit it's that's right you've been to japan yep as a kid Oh, you went as a kid, so you haven't been as an adult. Nah, nah, I just went when I was like to some travel team shit. Yeah, and so were they like crazy into uh, karate and stuff out there? Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's a, it's it's a lifestyle. It's not even like a, it's not like basketball here. It's not like a secondary thought to where you like it, or it's like a it's a built-in lifestyle kind of. Yeah. Just the way like. Not necessarily fighting, but just like meditation and just like, you know, these cultures just have a different way of living. And karate is just like a part of the lifestyle to where it's not like a set, a separate thing that they do. It's more like a lifestyle based. So, you know, it was a pretty cool show. You don't, think, you don't think that's comparable to kind of how basketball is to a lot of like, like um, black I mean, in America? I feel it's comparable, but if it, I feel like out there it's like a not even a religion, but yeah. somewhat I feel like certain cultures have a connection to the art form yeah. that it just makes it different to where like your great 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 grandparents could have been on the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, 
our great great grandparents wasn't watching hoops, wasn't even around type shit. You know what I'm no, saying? No, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it doesn't. That's, what I feel like. that's the only difference. It's more like a genetic thing almost to where um, if you're a kid born in a certain culture, you adopt these principles. And then for you, like if you was a kid, your mom was meditating and doing yoga and correct. It's nothing for you to be a black belt and you're like 10. I knew kids like that whose parents and grandparents were on it to where it was just a built-in thing. They knew how to do splits and knew how to do all type of shit just because they yeah, thought they thought it was regular. I get right. I think it might be comparable if your parents hooped or was big into sports or they were somebody to where they got somewhere to where for some reason he was like, Man, I don't know. I like basketball because I guess I always seen it and my parent and my dad. So yeah, it's kind of like that if your parents hooped or your big brother or something like that because i just felt like growing up in la like it was kind of like part of the culture like you didn't have to be a basketball player but everybody played basketball whether you was whack or whatever like everybody could shoot a jump shot shoot a three shoot a layup like like you know what i'm saying type feeling like everybody had a little basic whatever you know um I don't know if this thing tray on, but yeah. So, uh, but that's but that's hard though. So, do you do any karate stuff now? Do you fuck with any like uh, gyms and shit out here? Nah, I have I haven't done this since I was probably sixteen. Oh since damn! So you don't you don't practice it at all anymore? No, I just go I just go to the gym, just regular shit now. Um, but I, I think the discipline part stuck with me. Yeah, can, you think that translated I, to your to your music and your creative side? Yeah, I'm real disciplined as far as getting stuff done and getting up early at 6 a.m. and going to the gym and then writing songs and recording at 10 a.m. and being done by like 12 and more efficient, I would say. Than yeah. Me. Not for sure. I, like my nigga, I seen, I hopped on Instagram one time. You was doing the little shit where you push off the ground. You know how hard that shit is? A lot of people see it, but like, nigga, that shit hard. You be twisting your fucking body. Off yeah. of just like pre- nigga, that's that karate shit makes sense now. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this this nigga str- like I met you in person. Like I know you five eight, but I'm just saying like, yeah. if people see you, they probably not gonna think you as strong as you are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then you see some shit like that, I'm like, yo, this nigga strong as shit because he's doing <laughs> some he doing some shit that's unassisted. Like you literally pushing yourself off the ground, then you twisting your body while you using all your weight. Like, yeah. nah, that shit impressive as hell. Um, you mentioned basketball. Well, we compared, you know, if it was picked up or not. What was your relationship with basketball growing up? Um, Northwest Indiana being out there, we don't we didn't get Pacer games. We, all we got was Chicago. So Bears, Bulls, Sox, all of that shit. So I think I, I just naturally gravitated towards the Bulls because my dad and a lady he was dating, her brother was Craig Hodges. Mm. So, I used to shoot threes with Craig Hodges like a fucking driveway as a little kid. This one he had to, I was a little, little kid. So he, had, I think he won a ring, what, early 90s type of shit? He won yeah. So he won, he was the league leading three point shooter and he got blackballed because yep. he was speaking up on all of the social injustice and he asked um, Magic and MJ in 91 yeah, to boycott. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was, I remember, I remember him, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he made me a Bulls fan. And so that was like the first thing I got as a kid as like to play with was a basketball. I had a little basketball and my dad got me a hoop and I would shoot out there 
And then he noticed I got really good at shooting the little ball. He was like, yo, we got to get you a bigger one. And I hated that because I was like, I was already so small. I'm like, bro, I can't shoot with this, this yeah, ball. Yeah, like, slingshotting it. Yeah, I'm like, it's not fun no more. And he was like, you know, do it for like a month. You, it'll start getting – and then my next-door neighbor, his name is Boo Jackson, uh, guy rested dead. <clears throat> he was an older gentleman. But <clears throat> he like six seven, But as a – some some for some reason when older men look were big, you didn't they ain't really look that tall to you. It was like you're an old man, so I never really knew he was that tall till like, I got older. Come to find out, I went to a school field trip in Indianapolis to this museum, this Indianapolis Sports Museum, whatever, of like the enshrined people. And I seen my neighbor as a young man enshrined in the Indianapolis Basketball Hall of Fame. And I was like, and his I forget his real name, it was like something Jackson. I'm like, Nah, that can't be him. Come to find out, bro had played for the Hawks for like six years, the Celtics for one year, and then overseas back in like the 60s or 70s or some shit. Mm. So he, you know, he was out there passing me the ball when I was just like shooting around. So he was just super nice and just just always just like rebounding for me. And I thought that was cool as a, an adult to just be out there for two hours while I'm shooting, just letting me get shots up. So it was very therapeutic. I didn't have a lot of kids on my block. So I just made up players and leagues in my head and situations and like game time, situ- clutch situations and just run, do run throughs and shit like that. And um, it translated to me playing rec- just recreationally. I never played on the team or nothing. I always had to work for my dad after school. So I never, I went out for the team once in eighth grade and then I never really had time after school. But Playing by myself, it translated to where I just learned how to shoot from distance just from fucking around to where, like, I was always going to be short. So that was just my thing. I had a rainbow three, and then I was good on defense. I just like to get in niggas' heads. Like, my, one of my favorite players is Roger Bell. I just like niggas like that. That's funny. I'm going to I'm have to set that up. So you, Have you met him? Nah. Okay, we're going we gonna to set that up. Yeah, I just like dudes like that because niggas forget, like, Roger, he, he could really score when he – when he if he if they wanted him to like it was games when he right. was on the fixers when he was younger he had dropped 19 sometimes just off of like just because he fucking wanted to so i just like dudes like that to where you might not run a play for him but if you open he hit it he played defense uh so yeah just being i think just an isolated kid and just loving basketball it was something i could just teach myself and get some get some um some stress off i think so being a, a smaller kid on the court and knowing how to fight, but like talking shit on defense, did you ever get into any fights or? Hell yeah, like yeah, we got fight? into like little spats here and there. Um, I always had the I'm the type of person that as soon as the game was over, it was over, and then I might say some like get something to eat. You're like nigga, what? He was just telling me. Yeah, I was one. I'm one right. of those people. Like it's only like that on the court. So I never some niggas took it to heart. Uh, yeah, but that was just part of my game. Sometimes if I was having a bad game and I talk shit, that's the that's defense to me. That just right. sometimes I fuck with somebody like this dude missed five straight shots and still talking crazy. Right. It's just you know it was just fun to me to I think control some aspect of it. But yeah, I always got into little issues. But the only fight I ever got into was as in I was in college actually, and a dude I was cool with. He was a little older than me, but he always had a little something against me for just about his ex or something. Nothing ever happened. She just thought I was cute. And she was way older than me, too. So she, he just felt offended. So he always harbored that. And we hooped one time 
he he hooped in high school like he was like all four years dropped like 16 18 22 like nigga was a hooper in high school played for in indianapolis then went to like juco so duke a hoop you know what i'm saying wasn't a big dude like 510 so like an average height nigga right he, he was splashing me but i was getting him back every time and we won it was six, it was 21 to 19 he scored six baskets i scored five but i was just talking crazy because i'm like bro you hoop before how you let me so i'm just talking crazy he, he said something like he called me a bitch when he hit the shot so every yeah. time i hit i said bitch back i'm like all right bitch so every time he hit he's like bitch and, the la- and I got the last bitch off. And I think <laughs> when I said it, everybody heard it. And then it just, yeah. he was embarrassed. And he came at me I, uh, on, some, on some hockey shit. I pulled his shirt over his head and I pieced his bike. <laughs> and I, dip- yeah. I dipped out because his homies was trying to jump me. Like they was trying to guard the entrance. So I had to run like across the court through like somebody else's game to get out the back. Cause like they were just trying to just get at me. Cause I, but yeah, yeah. it was, it, that was it, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was worth it though. Shot the one there. Was that uh that was like some intramural shit? Yeah, that was an IU. Okay. Yeah, that sound that sounds about right. Um, <laughs> dang. Speaking of IU, you know my man said Hudson. Yeah, legend. Yeah. Yeah, said Hudson. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, we was yeah we was there around the same time and shit. He was yeah, on the no, chat. Said, yeah. said he said a real one. <laughs> um, dang, that's crazy. Shot. So you shot with uh Craig Hodges. You know what I mean? You, you hoop with brother that, you know, that's in the hall. Yo, and you know then, who I used to, hold on, what's my man name? Hold up. I must, I was just about to say his name too, but he went to, I, Troy, Troy Williams. Okay. Troy Williams. Yeah. I know Troy yeah. Williams. Yeah. Yeah. He had game. Bro. I, his first day, nigga, I was throwing nigga oops in the gym. We still talk about that. That's my boy. Like, we still talk about that shit. First time he stepped foot, I was like, yo, you about to be a problem. He, I don't know. I'm so mad he didn't get his fair shake. Anytime he got, it was on the Grizzlies, the Rockets, the Knicks. Anytime he got a run, he did good. Like he, you know what I'm saying? Like that was my nigga. But it was. I, I used to play with dudes like him, like just like freak athlete niggas. I'm like, I'm just throwing a ball up, bro. I ain't even finna really play with y'all niggas. I'm just throwing it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's always fun when you play with a high flyer too. Somebody that's like really locked in. Um, what's your connection with writing poetry? Uh, yeah, my, my dad's a writer, so I got that from him. Um, so I used to write poems as a kid and obviously translated to music because I used to do it without a beat. Um, but I never was good at reciting my shit. It was too silent for me. I didn't like everybody just listening to me talk with nothing else going on. So I never could get over that. So I never really did too much, but I was always into like freestyling and when I was a kid, I used to read books to my dad. Like, I couldn't read it, but I would just freestyle stories to him and flip the pages like I'm reading him the book. And he always told me, like, yo, you used to just make up shit. But it was like, he said, you would tie it in somehow at the end. You always tie it in as like a little kid, just tying it in. So he he always encouraged me to write. And, um, you know, it definitely helped because that encouragement from like the start made me more comfortable with just writing in general. So yeah, I was too shy for poetry, but it was a good start for sure. Yeah. So um, I discovered you. When did art, when did art and drugs come out? That was like 2014. Probably. 2014. Okay. Um, And I like was on a random blog. I don't even know who it was. Probably was Ashley outrageous or something like that. Or nerd at the cool table. One of them, but I checked it out. Shit was cool. 
I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, so I started following you on SoundCloud. And then, you know, you just kept dropping shit. You know what I mean? Passion and patience. Yeah, Ali and chill. You know what I mean? Uh, Purple Sweet. You know what I mean? You can go down the line. You know what I mean? But Trap House Jodeci probably is my favorite body of work from you. You know what I mean? But you had a bunch of one-offs, like Ring, yeah. Thigh Kisser. I mean, you can go down the line, you know what I mean? Some of my personal faves. Yeah. But I remember the first time I played, I played uh, I played one of the songs uh, for uh, Nick DePaula and Brandon Jennings in Portland. It was a rainy day, and it just kind of felt the vibe. Yeah. It was dark and just, like, just really dreary. And I was like, yo, this, this kid's nice. Like, he got the sound, like, everything. So then when we went back to L.A., we threw the party, you remember? The yeah. strippers. It's crazy. Yeah. There was a lot of shit going on that day. Yeah. I was not gonna lie. Like it was it was strippers, it was food. Yeah. You had berries on one side, you had gummy bears, you had Hennessy, and we played some of the tracks, and you got to watch, you know, obviously the strippers dance, but then people just live reactions of some of your tracks and shit, and we just kind of vibed. Yeah. Um, and like it's been super dope to watch your career blossom, you know what I mean? See your fans and shit like that. And then obviously, you know, just, just continue to do that. And then obviously now your behind the scenes, your pen game, you know what I mean? Like you mentioned writing poetry, that shit's paying off tremendously because you credit it, you know, you platinum now doing your thing. Like, yeah, how's that feel? Just watching know. the growth and putting in the work, you know what I'm saying? It's, I think it's kind of hard to answer from my perspective because to me, it don't feel like shit. It don't feel like, it just feel like natural progression. It just feel like waking up, going to sleep, eating. It just feel like, I, I kind of look back when somebody talking to me like this and be like, damn, that was a long time ago. And that was a different place in my life, starting and trying to get to traction. And even now, like, I'm new to a lot of people still, you feel me? Because mm-hmm. I took breaks from back then up until now, like I took gaps to where I just was focusing on different things or not as an artist or whatever. So I'm just thankful that, like, I never even thought about if I could fall off, but if I would have, it would have happened just by me not dropping shit and it never happened because people kept rediscovering shit. And I think that was the coolest thing that I never felt like I was on the clock. I never felt like I had to, you know, it just always felt like I was just living life and things are happening and, it's, and if it goes well, then it was supposed to. And if it don't, then maybe that too. So it, it feels like, you know, just just a natural, natural stride that I'm supposed to go with. So yeah, it's always kind of tough to quite quantify it. Um, what's, what's been the highlight of, of your progression for you? Like, Honestly, I'm very, I'm, I'm a very easy, simple person. Being able to not have to work a job, you know what I'm saying? Like little shit. Like I'm just solely dedicated to this. So as challenging as it is, is the basic rewards of just waking up and doing what I want yeah. and trying to get to my goals and doing it my way. I think it's the most gratifying thing, just the basic level. Yeah, I, I personally can relate to like not, I guess, I don't want to say specifically living in the moment, but just kind of taking that pause because life is going so fast and a lot of shit is happening. 
I will say, and I'm going to try to take my own advice. It's just like, at some point in time, like breathe and just like understand like each little moment because like that shit happens so fast. Like dog, you got to look up and you're like, fuck. All right. I got a number one. I remember when, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about where you can't walk outside and everybody playing the shit or just you're globally not being able to do that thing. And that's coming. So because I've watched every little step that you've taken. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you consistently believe in your work. You don't let nobody rush you. You know what I'm saying? Even though fans be like, yo, when is coming out? You know what I mean? You know. And then it's in a situation of like looking at it like when it comes out and how it's received and other artists fucking with it and other artists needing you to be like, yo, I need this. Or can you pin this? Or how, you know, the direction of this? Or can I sample your track? You know what I mean? That lets you know that you're on the right path. But do take time to acknowledge it all because, man, this shit goes, this life shit go by so fast, dog. Like, I'm in fucking 2K. And Jason, me and Jason be like, I ain't, I, I can't play 2K no more. Because I'll be like, kind of. It's like certain things that, like, happen to you. Like, I feel like just as a person, like, and, like, your friends, and you be like, what the fuck? Like, how did that happen? Like, and you could do some big shit, some other shit. Niggas could be on billboards, whatever, and then be like, oh, okay, whatever, that's cool. But it's like the 2K shit, I'm just like, bro, that shit is a fucking amazing. I mean, because like, I just was playing that shit two years ago. So, for, know, me to, that's so for me to be like my player, I can't play it no more because I'm like, I'm talking to myself now at this point. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm just kind of like, all right, oh, I'm enjoying that part. But then it's been so much other bigger shit that doesn't happen. But that's like one of my like favorites because it's like if somebody didn't like me, but they like 2K, they got to see me <laughs> yeah. or, you know, what I'm saying like I'm stuck, bro. You can't like I'm and I, I'm the person on the game telling you that your my player's trash. Like, <laughs> like you just, yeah, like you're not good or you're about to get traded or cut. Like that's my that's my role on there. Like it's that that's fucking fire. But uh, <laughs> over, like overall, man. We got a question on this show that we ask all our guests. What advice would you give your 18-year-old self? Uh, I would have told me to start music early, right then and there. Um, yeah. And then I would have probably told me to major in it. If I go to college, study music in college. Um, or I would have just told me to move to Bloomington and go to Ivy Tech and act like I went to IU and just save a lot of money and turn up and and put the music out on campus or something. Uh, uh, but I, yeah, I just would have told me to just do it, do exactly what you're about to do. Really, just just do that, do what you feel, because it, it, it's working out. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Jason actually was in music. <laughs> at one point in time, he's a blogger. He at the blog era, man. He he had he had a couple of songs. Like he's a rapper. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I'm more, I'm more of a producer, but yeah, I, I produced uh, Dom Kennedy's first uh, mixtape, The Twenty Fifth Hour. Uh, yeah, he's my cousin, so you know we we came up like I was really into producing and like um, I was a DJ for a while, and so you know I flipped that into making beats. I was, I don't know if you know who Jay Wells is. Uh, he's a producer from out here. He, he worked with like Corrupt and like a bunch of like West Coast artists, the Licks and a bunch of people. But he was like 
the dude who had like the first NPC that I was able to use when I was like 17, yeah. 18. And it was funny because like how you were saying, like you used to write poetry. I did the same thing. Like I wrote poetry in class and then like Ice Cube's son went to fucking middle school with me and we fucking battled in eighth grade in front of everybody. And that was like the moment where I was like, all right, I'm a rapper. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then fucking finding out that Dom had been writing shit. You know what I'm saying? He had a whole notebook of shit that he had been writing. And then he started rapping and that nigga was just like so smooth and cool with it. I'm like, all right, we a group. And I'm like, I'm gonna make the beats. And I got Fruity Loops and started learning how to make beats and shit. And then like, you know, all through high school, we just try to put little tapes together and shit. And then when I, got, when I got out of high school, like shit started sounding better. Niggas started trying to do little shows and then he was like all right i'm gonna just do a solo shit just to make me some beats and then like i'm gonna put a project out and then niggas did that i started directing his videos and you know as they say the rest is history but yeah, it's hard <laughs> yeah yeah so if yeah, you so. ever ever hear watermelon <laughs> sunday that's that nigga verse on that shit right, that's fire yeah i like that song i fuck with that yeah yeah, yeah we wrote that, that was, song that was in my, my college dorm <laughs> that's fine yeah Hell yeah, but so now it's, it's dope to always see like, you know, people's just ascending, you know, from like wherever they came from and like, you know, having a similar path with niggas and just knowing like people who multiple talents and creative and shit, like as yeah. far as fuck. Shit, this nigga modeling now, shit. We gonna see this nigga, I'll be oh, in yeah, New York and be walking to Times Square like, oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. man. So oh, keep you know. doing your shit, bro, because niggas fuck with your shit. I got a bunch of fucking homies and homegirls who be, you know what I'm saying, talking about your shit. So you, you obviously doing the right thing. Obviously, you platinum and all that. So, you know, congratulations and much more success to you, bro. For real. All right, man. All right, yeah, man. Thank you again for joining us. My God, I appreciate you, Trey. Growing up the same wins the game!